This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Uh, Jürgen, ahead of such a big game, can I first of all get your reaction to Sergio Conceição saying this afternoon that sometimes you are the best team in the world? When was that? <laughs> Just a few hours ago. Three o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> it's all right. Um, which, what did you say exactly? I don't... Uh, we, we are the best team you, in the world sometimes. He said sometimes he feels that you are the best team in the world. He likes the way you play, the style of play, when you've got the ball, when you don't have the ball, the intensity that you show. Oh, OK. Yeah, we, when sometimes we are really good. Let me say it like this. That's true. Um, hopefully we can show it again. And um, maybe I can understand a little bit why he says that there are moments after we win the ball or moments before we win the ball or moments when we... When the boys um, are doing some things, then it looks really, really good. That's the truth. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all. And um, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a compliment, probably. Man, is a compliment. And um, but we still know um, that uh, we have a really tough job to do tomorrow. And probably he said that as well that he believed in their chances. They're still believing in their chances and stuff like that. Did he say that? He did. Ah, okay. Then it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> When we look at the spirit then within your squad and the drive within your squad to get to where you are at this point in the season, we see these mini battles like Trent and Andy Robertson with assists, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane fighting it out for the for the golden boot. I just wonder how beneficial are those kind of inter-squad rivalries in, in helping with that drive, that spirit within the squad? It's nice to have these kind of very positive stories. Of course, that's really nice, but it's normal in a successful team that you have these stories. And the boys are really... Let me say they like each other a lot, and so it's a good, a good atmosphere in the team, obviously. But that's completely normal. I don't think Sadio and, and Mo really have a competition; they just only score, if possible, as often as possible. With Robbo and Trent, I know it's a, it's, it's slightly different, but um, they are probably most surprised that they have so many assists already before the season. Both of them wouldn't have thought that, so that's that's cool. Um, but um, yeah, it's a how I said so far a very positive season, of course. That's why we are here. Um, but we are not here to celebrate our our situation. We are actually here to to go to the next round, and um, because the season is not finished, and we can in this in this competition, we can and we have to we have to 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 fight really hard. Brought won all their games, home games so far, um, and I know that we are we, we were really dominant in the home game, but not only because we get at least two players back, um, as well because the atmosphere in the stadium will be. Of course, more portal dominated. Um, that's clear. They will have. A, they will try to have a kickstart in the game. Really, immediately being in. So, and that's what I think about. And not how good our season was until now, because that's something you can really think about after the season, not now. Okay, last one, Vinny. And then, oh, and then I just want to pass it back. Sorry. Yeah. Go to the gentleman there, and then we'll go to the two over there. And the in UK Portuguese. Pergunta in Portuguese. Yes. Come. Yes. Boa tarde, Klopp. É Bruno Andrade, da Gol.com Brasil. O Liverpool tem criado, nos últimos anos, uma identificação muito forte com os jogadores brasileiros. É, teve lá o Felipe Coutinho, agora tem Alisson, tem Fabinho, tem Roberto Firmino, todos os jogadores de alto nível. De Lucas Leiva. Sim. Jogadores de qualidade e de seleção brasileira. O que, na sua opinião, tem o jogador brasileiro de diferente? Aquilo que você vê neles de diferente? Hahaha. <risos> 
Oh, I'm 51 years old, and as old as I am, I'm always world-class Brazilian players all, all over the, the place, if you want, um, all over the world. I said it already, my father always told me, whatever the people will say in the future, Pelé was the best. Yeah, and um, so, um, but it's all uh, nothing to do with that. When I came in, Lucas Leva was already at, at Liverpool, Phil Coutinho was already at Liverpool, and Bobby Firmino was already there as well. Now we brought in um, Fabinho and Alisson, of course, but it's not because they're Brazilians, it's because they're really, really, really good players. That's the only reason. And Chite has a really good side together, but you know, in, a, in a crazy football country where the pressure couldn't be higher on a coach, I don't think it's a pure joy to be coached in Brazil in a club football and maybe not in international football because the pressure is that big, but the footballers there are really good and have a good generation, so that's it. Okay, yeah, gentlemen at the back. With the Mr. Mr. Klopp, with a 2 nil advantage from the first leg, ah. uh, with a 2 nil advantage from the first leg, Will you choose to put your team playing heavy metal as usual, or are you are going to choose some elevator music to quiet Porto down? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> no, that's not. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sometimes really strange that there's one football question I don't answer. It, eh? that's, that's really not nice. But what we do tomorrow, we we, we thought we show on the pitch um, and not in the press conference. Mr. Klopp, Igor Gonçalves, 0-0 from Portugal. Uh, against, uh, in, the first, in the first leg, Porto uh, made a little surprise tactical adjustment with Maxi a little bit on the inside and Corona um, doing all the, 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 the wing. Uh, you expect Sergio Conceição to do something like that again or uh, another kind of surprise? Uh, what do you think about the match? Because they need to score um, against you and uh, in the previous three matches that you play against to of Conceição, you didn't suffer any goal. Oh, that's good news. Um, but um, I expect Pereira and Pepe to play, to be honest. That makes Militao free for the right fullback. That gives... It's not a big chance to play them with five in the back, I would say, but I don't know. To be honest, it's um, if, if Corona can play, I think this wing is... The position occupied as well, so two strikers for for two offensive, very direct, very very front-footed. I would say that's that's what we expect. We we saw obviously, of course, in the preparation for the game, we saw, for example, both Rome games, and the start here at home after losing the first game two-one. Yeah, that was quite lively. Yeah, I would say that um, that was immediately clear. Okay, today um, that will be different, and that's what we expect. It's not too much about lineups. It's uh, I, I, okay. I, how can I know how Kostar will line up? I have no idea. Um, but we, we, a few things we be prepared in the in the session this morning. We tried to be prepared for it. And at the end, how always you have to learn in the, from the game. You should be. But we are late in the season. Most of the systems we played against, it, nothing can be. Hopefully, not be really new for us, so we should be able to adapt to it. But on the other hand, side, we want to, or we have to, we have to play football by our side, ourselves, and that's what we what we try to do. And that's what we always did when we played away, um, and we have to do it here as well. Okay, we'll go to James Pierce next. 
Jürgen, does it help you as a manager preparing for this game, the fact that you've come here as a squad relatively recently and had such an emphatic win as, as you did last February? Not really. I don't like, in the preparation for that game, I didn't like the last game. But I said that already before the last game because just it was really strange. The first two goals were just, um, okay, I would say the first goal at least was really good play. But in the end, Sadio had harder shots on target and was not in, and that ball was in. Second goal was was really good play, fantastic finish from Millie, and then Mo finished it off from the from the post. Really top goal, and then three counter attacking goals, and really, really good. Until we were 2 0 up, and even after being 2 0 up, it was a completely open game. But that's how it is. You don't remember things like this. And but we, all, we, we only face the result, and that's 5 0 here and stuff like that. But we know, and that, yeah, I saw that in the first game, that my players are not silly. They don't misunderstand things like this. Um, Porto is a really, really good football team. And um, they, we were really good in the first leg now. We, 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 I, that's not about being surprised or whatever that they surprised us. We surprised them. We were just really good. So that's important. And we have to be good tomorrow again. We have to play really. And our limit, 100%, and not not try to come through somehow because you cannot stand then this the, the power what they can create here. I saw, I was here for a football, I was here for a derby Porto against Lisbon years and years ago. Yeah, I'm sure in Germany we think we only have derbies in Germany. In England we think we have only derbies in, in England, and now we come to Portugal and see that derby. That's loud as well. I have to say that's um, that you can that's really. Uh, really big games and so and they know how to influence a game and the, the crowd and know how to influence an opponent and we have to be ready for this atmosphere and that's what we try. Okay. And just in terms of Joe Gomez, is his fitness now at a level where he could make his comeback tomorrow night and how important could he be having him someone of that of his calibre available for the last month of the season? Maybe, maybe, yeah, fitness levels is getting better and better and better and better. That's of course if it's there that he should start and play 90 minutes in a Champions League game. I'm not sure, that, but it's not. There's no reason to think about it. Um, but can he come on whenever he's needed? I would say yes, yes. That should be possible, and that's the most important thing for us. So um, and having a player with the quality of Joey, I remember what a season he played until he got injured. That was. Incredible, and um, so we are really happy that he is now on that level. He's here with us, and what we do with that situation, we will see tomorrow. Okay, Charlie at the front, then we've got a few more at the back. And if there's any more, wait, wait you, you touched on it uh, a minute ago. But how much of a warning is it to, to the players, but maybe the fans, that you're playing a team that beat, you know, lost the first leg, but beat a very good Roma team? That you know they got those two goals they needed to. Does that illustrate what what a powerful team? You're going to face tomorrow. Look, we have, yeah, we have no problem with it. But what we created in the in the three and a half years since I'm in that we read, I say to the, the the boys believe that I tell them the truth and analyze. I don't make teams bigger than they are. I don't make them smaller than they are. I don't if the if they Man City and I say oh they can, they have no clue about football and we play against I don't know whoever. Then I say it's the best team in the world. We really analyze for us is really on point. So that's what we want. So that's why there's no risk that we have to that we have to that have to convince the boys again. Say, by the way, Porto is really good because we know it already. We had the analyze meeting this morning, so we were sitting together 45 minutes roundabout talking about this team, and it was only a part of was our first game. The other part was actually um, really the, the the Roma second leg against Rome when they played here against them, and um, Rome was we played Rome, and they can be really um, um, uncomfortable as an opponent, but. 
I don't, I didn't see a real chance for them that night. Porto was, was really um, in charge of that game, and that was was good. So um, yeah, we should be prepared, but we still have to play. Okay, gentlemen, we've got the microphone. I'm going to finish with Gibbo. If there's any others, please get my attention before we hey, finish. Mr. Klopp, Ricardo Leste from 0-0 Portugal. Uh, Sergio Conceição told to the Portuguese media in the last league match uh, that Porto's championship is the Portuguese league. Uh, so I ask you, which competition Liverpool wants the most, the Champions League or the Premier League? Oh, that's a very... Um, I never heard that question before. Um, really, he has to answer a question like this because I thought I'm the only poor manager in the world who has to answer this question. He, he gets the question of this, or ask this question. Somebody ask him, you, what would you prefer, winning the Champions League or winning the Portuguese League? That's what somebody asked him. Yeah, he told us to the Portuguese media that Porto's Champions League is the Portuguese League, so Porto will be fo will focus on the, on, the, on the championship, on the league. So I ask you, for Liverpool, which competition the, the club... Oh, tomorrow night for the Champions League. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow night for the Champions League. And then on Sunday for the Premier League. And then we will see. Where we can play. Okay, sorry. Any final gentlemen at the back, and then we'll finish with uh, Gibbo because we've got uh, James Milner still to come in as our player. And that's a real highlight, James. <laughs> uh, any difficult question, hopefully, <laughs> give it to James. He is Thank prepared. So I need the microphone. Sorry, sir. You need the microphone, and we won't be able to hear you at the front if you can just. You have a microphone, but it doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> Works for him. Yes. Uh, uh, Pep and Herrera are back in the squad to key players for Porto. Does that change your strategy potentially to some extent? Sorry, no, the start I didn't get. Could you please, you must have now enough pictures <laughs> that I can hear the question. Can, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Well, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, I hear you until he starts again clicking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can repeat. So Pep and Herrera, two key players, are back in the squad for the uh, second leg. Does that change your strategy to some extent for tomorrow's match? No. Oh no, we know that already since uh, since we played them. In Australia. Yeah, no, but we the way you're gonna prepare no, 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 for the match. We, we, how, of course, they are really good, really, really good players, and it makes all the difference. How we spoke about it, of course. Then Pepe comes in the team and can play center half. Militao can play right fullback. That changes everything. So and Herrera in midfield that changes everything. They have, the way they build up is different. The way they are used to each other, Danilo and Herrera. That's all. That's all different. So there are a lot of things that change, but that doesn't change our strategy because our strategy is anyway. Therefore, um, a team who plays with not only but as well Pepe and Herrera. So that's um, no, we have don't we knew it after our game because they were suspended uh, and both suspended or injured. One don't know, but they couldn't play. That was clear and was clear. Next game they are fit again, and so that's why we are prepared for that. Should be prepared for that. This will be the final question for uh, Mr. Klopp from uh, Anfield Ground. Hi. Um, uh, last year's one to Kiev was glorious for Liverpool fans, but very expensive as well. A few still paying off credit cards. And this year you're doing it again. It must please you that in a time when there's the, even top clubs struggle to sell out allocations, that you know tomorrow Porto will be full of scousers and the stadium will be again. That must give you a huge boost as manager and players to know you have that support. Oh, it's... I actually, I, I thought about that when I, when, when I, why did I think about that? When I walk, came from out of the plane, I walked to the bus and on the on the on the uh, airport. Really, I thought about it. That's unbelievable that we are that we are, that we are here again, all together. It's really brilliant. It's unbelievable. But the the the, the trip, the 
the journey we, we, we made with each other um, in the last couple of years is really amazing. And the Champions League, we all know, it was always um, it's one of the best songs, obviously, what we have. We conquer all of Europe. Honestly, we don't conquer really, but sometimes we are at least there and, and play football. And um, yeah, it's brilliant. Thank you to all of you. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I we're, don't know. We're poor, but very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's how I started. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.